Culture. This is a podcast where we bring perspective and conversation to all things Central Arkansas, all things Little Rock, all things the culture. I'm your host, Antoine Phillips. You can find me on all social media, A-N-T-W-A-N-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S. And, you know, I say all social media. I mean all social media. You can see me on Clubhouse now, Blake. Can they really see you or can they well, hear they can't, you? Well, I do got a picture. <laughs> <laughs> but they can't like see me, but I got a picture up. You hear them chiming in. It's your favorite, always repping, two takes, three terms, Chiefs in the building. You can find your boy on Instagram at RepBlake36. Man, Blake, we got a good show. Uh, a lot happened the last two weeks. It's the last episode uh, of 2020. For sure. Last episode before Christmas. So happy holidays as y'all, as y'all listen to this pod. Uh, but we're not going to make a big deal about going to 2021. No, 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 no. I remember how big of a deal everybody made about going to 2020. And and everybody's disappointed. <laughs> Everybody is that, that's the word, disappointed. Is that the word for 2020? Disappointment? Disappointment. <laughs> so so just, come, just sneak into 2021. Don't even let them know you're there. Just follow the rule. Fall back. Uh, wait, wait a minute. Welcome, y'all. When, when, 2021 when did the year come here? around? Hey, you. <laughs> I saw 2021 over there. Didn't even see you. Didn't even recognize see you. Just walk What's in. up with it? Uh, but we're going to got a few things on the agenda, Blake. We want to talk first. Uh, the the uh, coronavirus vaccine is out. Yes. It's being administered all over the cr- country. Moderna and what, what's the other one? Uh, the Pfizer. The Pfizer, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we want to talk about it from a culture perspective because I hear a lot of social media chatter here from my families and friends. You hear people saying, I mean, you going to take the vaccine? You going to take the vaccine? Like, with a with a Skeptic- bit, like, skepticism, with, yeah, with like three question marks behind yeah. it. Yeah, uh, and and a lot of them, I can tell you, a lot of people that I talk to are are actually looking to see, if, I guess, gauge gauge me as a, a trust factor. Are you gonna take it? Yeah, you taking it? Right. You know, like I I guess I should I send me. <laughs> I guess I should, use me, Lord. I use me, send me, oh Lord. <laughs> I, I guess since I am a, since I am and you are now pu- both public officials, right. uh, we we should we should. We should t- discuss why their skepticism, and um, why why it's why it, it is it is is it it is granted why why yeah. why, it, why it should be skepticism. So we're gonna talk about that first. Uh, then we want to get into had a very lengthy, engaging, uh, entertaining, if you will, hmm. interesting, if you will, city board meeting on uh, I guess that was December fifteenth. Yes. This let's pass Tuesday. This past Tuesday, we're going to talk about what happened at the city board meeting as it relates to uh, a resolution concerning our police chief here in Little Rock. Talk briefly about two other things, Blake, on kind of a statewide scale. One is uh, Governor Hutchinson had, you know, he put together a task force after the George Floyd mm-hmm. uh, about police reforms uh, that he wanted to implement throughout the state of Arkansas. And then I want to spend just one, two minutes on Jason Raper's lawsuit about his Facebook page. Cause I just find that funny. It's just funny to me. So I just is you it have just to Facebook? Is it just Facebook or is it Twitter too? It's all social media. Okay. okay. All social media. So I, I want to share that with the uh the culture uh first. Uh but before we do that, bro, give a shout out to our guy Grandma Q note, man. You can find your boy on YouTube at Keys to the City <laughs> TV films on YouTube. Boy, he be missing you up every time. I got Q. him though. Q, I try to help him. I got I him though. I try to throw him an oop for you, Q. <laughs> and he the ball goes straight through his hands. Keys bro. to the city TV. Yeah. No, uh, bro. Uh, Clay Thompson. Rhythm? Clay Thompson. No. Oh, so <laughs> you? Yeah, you forced the pass. It was. It okay. was not. It, okay. it was not. It wasn't even telegraph. 
I, at least telegraph it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, real, like, real, I'm finna real. I'm going to tell you to, to, to real give a shout out to real ballers. To the if city, you get an opportunity to, to score, you score. No, real ballers make sure everybody eat. No, but that's. No. Okay, you said LeBron <laughs> get mad when he get the pass in the wrong place? No, I'm telling you, get mad when they get the pass in the wrong place? Danny Green. That's who get bad. <laughs> Not LeBron. <laughs> but LeBron you always did, puts the ball in the right place. Right now. LeBron always puts so you definitely not LeBron. I didn't say I was I LeBron, mean, you, but you, you Danny Green. You more smush Parkerish. No, I'm more like Smush. I'm more like Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> <laughs> I might have a good game. Might have three bad ones. You never know. <laughs> Tor, Tor gonna come up with blonde hair, man. <laughs> Kuzmish. Uh no, no, let's get to it though. Let's get to it. Uh, so first, the this, this vaccine. Let me give a little background, Blake, on just the vaccine as I researched it, and then we're going to talk about it from a cultural perspective, Tuskegee, and how it affects black people. But my understanding of the vaccine um, is different than other vaccines. Okay. Okay, when you have the, and we're talking about the coronavirus vaccines, for y'all don't, don't know. When you get the flu shot, uh-huh. that vaccine has a small portion of the flu virus in it. Okay. And it allows your body to get that small portion and then build up immunity against it, build up the proteins to fight that virus. What this is, is called messenger RNA. It's a messenger vaccine where they actually don't put the coronavirus or any dilution of it into your body. It just sends a message to your cells to develop the protein to fight against it. To fight against it. So essentially, like, people who overcome the coronavirus, your body does that naturally. What this does speeds it up so that protein's already developed so you don't, once you're exposed to it, it greatly decreases the risk of you contracting the virus. HGH. Human growth hormones? Steroid is what it is. It sounds, it, when I read it last night, I, like I felt like Barry Bonds. Uh-huh. Uh, Balco, <laughs> right? So th- that's how that's that's my understanding of how the science works. So now they this past week they rolled it out. All the states have it. People in Arkansas, people we know, uh-huh. ha- have received uh, the vaccine. But then I'm starting to hear people from the culture perspective, black folks, questioning whether we should take the vaccine. So before we talk about the question, for people who don't know, let's talk a little bit about the history and our distrust. Mm-hmm. Of governmental uh, health care, the history of distrust, right? right? Yeah, yeah. B- because because sometimes there there is skepticism, but sometimes it is warranted and it's, it's a healthy skepticism, right? B- based on experiences. So yeah, right. right. So I'm a. I mean, you how you want to do it? We talk about Tuskegee. We talk about yeah. Go, go ahead. Okay, yeah, so Tuskegee. Tuskegee experiment was was just crazy. So I remember learning about this, and then I reread for the pod to give more context. So this is cause and effect, right? right. This is this is we're talking about an issue and experience that would that that happened that would cause us to feel a certain way. Right. So okay. back in the 1930s, yeah, the government decided to experiment on black dudes mm-hmm. that had contracted syphilis. Mm-hmm. And they didn't tell these black dudes that you had syphilis. What they told them, that you had some type of blood deficiency. Yeah. And they never told them that they had syphilis, and they never tried to treat it because they were just monitoring them. This lasted for 40 years. Yeah. And in the midst of that, which makes this even more egregious, is that in in that 40-year process of, like, fake treatment where they can just monitor you to see how your body develops with syphilis in your body— there was a cure, essentially, for syphilis that came out, penicillin. Penicillin. And the government chose not to give these folks 
penicillin. Not to let them know they had syphilis and then not to give them the cure for the for the disease that they didn't know they had. Right. So that's, I mean, that's bad on a lot of different ways, but now someone has syphilis, they don't know it, so now they can pass it on to whoever, a spouse, side chick back Mm -hmm. in the day, or whoever, Mm -hmm. side dude, may pass it on through your DNA to your kids. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was a cure out there that they never received. So that background from the 30s to the 70s, this lasted 40 years, has now come to the forefront for black folks, if we're talking about this coronavirus vaccine, to say, okay, if they did that to us once, why we trust them now? Yeah, and it wasn't that long ago. Right, right. I mean, you're talking about the 70s. Yeah. I mean, 70s, I mean, we weren't born in the 70s. Almost. Almost. Almost 70s, babies. Uh, so let's just talk about from the culture perspective. What what you hearing, Blake? What what you what you what you seeing? What you feel? Is it justified? Should we be worried? I believe that the skepticism is 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 justified. Okay. And people have to understand that. People have to understand that it's not just the let's let's just be honest. It's not just the coronavirus vaccination. There has been a skepticism of vaccinations that has popped up over the last ten years across across this country. So don't so don't um, just act like it's black folks worried about the coronavirus. I mean, there's been enough disinformation, misinformation, and actual experience to be skeptical of um, Western medicine and vaccinations anyway. But it is it is the drug companies. It is our it is our our federal administration, it is our local local uh, hospitals, our, our local uh, governments that it's responsibility to to make sure that all the questions are answered. And that's why you see the Moderna. So we talk about there's two vaccines, the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine. The Moderna vaccine, you start to hear people say, "Well, this was developed by a black woman mm-hmm. trying to build some trust," and then you start seeing pictures of. Black folks, I think the first, one of the first vaccinations in the state of Arkansas was a black nurse and a black, another healthcare uh, worker. And that was the imagery that we were shown because they're trying to address. Which is intentional. Yeah, trying to address these issues. It is. And it's intentional and and we can understand that. We just, again, I hate, I just wish we were as as intentional about some some of the other disparities in our community as, as we are about getting this vaccination. Like a lot of the disparities have been brought to the forelight because of this, because of COVID-19. So let's just not stop and saying we, we need black folks to take the vaccination. We need black folks to be able to participate in uh, the distribution of the vaccination, right. to participate in uh, the redistribution of opportunities. Uh, there, if, if you're going to be intentional and focus, let's, Let's make sure we're you you do it. There's a there's a, a ordinance on the that was uh, in front of the city board two uh, two board meetings ago that was voted down about addressing dis- disparities in neighborhoods in Little Rock. Yep, yep. If we can go out the targeting communities resolution or something. Yeah. If you know it's disparities and you only acknowledge the disparities. When it's when it's not, uh, I've told you this before. When you know there's a disparity, you don't got to point at me, Blake. I'm sorry, anybody see that? You ain't got to say that. Can anybody see it? But us three, bro. No, I want people to know you over here pointing at me. If you notice the disparities, but you only acknowledge acknowledge it when it can benefit you, then you are exploiting that disparity, and you're exploiting disparities in general. 
And and that's what we got to get away from. So so don't don't come and say, oh, we know we know y'all are skeptical of this, and we know why, and we know the disparities in healthcare systems. So so we need to have this imagery. We we need to have this this vision of of you of black folks being comfortable seeing other black folks take the vaccination. Well, let's have the same vision of black folks going to banks and 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 getting loans. Of black folks going to schools that are new in. South of six thirty, not right. not just Southwest High School. Right. Let's have those same imagery, that same vision. No, absolutely, and it, it, it's a bigger conversation. And obviously, as it stands now, when I hear people, and I, I love I love that you expanded it. Like this is just a microcosm of how we should address issues that should have been addressed a long absolutely. time ago. Absolutely. Um, but to hone in on the vaccination, obviously, we're ways away from people in a position to make that decision. Right now, they're giving it to healthcare workers. Healthcare workers. And people in long-term. First responders. First responders and people in long-term, like nursing homes and Home, things yeah. like that. So we got a ways before you get to make that decision. So I want people care. to keep being educated about the process. Understand, if you hear someone who has some skepticism about the vaccination, that they're not being stupid. Mm-mm. We got a history of distrust as it relates to government-issued healthcare in that way. Uh, so but that, that, and that's the front end. Yeah. But on the back end, if you got questions and you're skeptical, do your research. Right. For real. Everybody got. Everybody has an opportunity to pick up the phone and call the Department of Health. Everybody has an opportunity to, to research. Google is for everybody. And it's and, and if you got a phone, it's probably free for you. Yeah. So, so go Google. Like, do some research. No, Facts. Do, don't just Google. Look, look, who, look who, what your sources are, too. Like, we, we are intelligent enough to tell... Real diamonds from fake diamonds. Let's be intelligent enough to tell real news. From yeah, fake yeah, and not, just not the uh, the article headline that yeah. you see on somebody's Facebook page and you didn't even read mm-hmm. the article. Like, do, do the real research. So we'll leave it there. Obviously, this this is going to be part of our life for the next, I don't know how many months. future. The foreseeable uh, future. As it, as it relates to the vaccination, so I'm sure it'll come back up again. Want to switch gears a little bit, Blake, and talk about this city board meeting on Tuesday, December 15th that was uh, unprecedented. What's your thoughts? You were you were there, and and you. I, I want to hear you. I want to hear your thoughts. Well, let's give context first. Context okay. is so we had a city board meeting. Um, there was a lot of things on the agenda, but the highlight was that um, Director Lance Hines mm-hmm. from um, Ward Five had put forth a resolution to have a vote of no confidence in the Little Rock Police Department police chief. Yeah. And what that means is that the city board would have voted to say, hey, we don't think he can do his job, and we're going to encourage the mayor to get rid of him, Mm -hmm. to fire him. The city board does not have the authority to hire or fire the police chief. No. So this resolution was symbolic uh, of, in theory, to say, here's a message from the board Mm -hmm. to the mayor. We want you to do a certain thing. Yeah. So that's what the resolution was about. So this resolution been on and off the agenda for a while, finally gets on the agenda for December 15th. And then a lot of black folks showed up. It was a room. Uh, and not it just black packed. folks. It was definitely some white folks there who was in support. But it was more. Definitely a lot of black folks. Definitely there. a lot of black folks uh, there to show support to the police chief. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, and that's one of the biggest takeaways of all this. I think, one, that people came together to support a police. I mean, he the chief. He's still the police, though. Like, to have he, that many people in the room to say, we support the police. He's the top cop. Right. Yeah. Uh, that says something in and of itself. But the engagement 
is what that's where I really want to come from. That's okay. what really hit me. You said what I what I think about is it's clear that we can be engaged when we want to be. True. And I don't expect every board meeting to be like this past board meeting. Why not? Why not though? Because every board meeting don't have citizen communication. Yeah. For them to address them to address the every the board. other board meeting. Does. Every other board meeting. What I'm saying is, I do suspect, and I understand the same people. You, I, you got stuff to do, and yeah. you're not gonna go to every board meeting to say things. But I do want people to show up the way they did to engage with people who represent them. They need to know how you feel. In a few weeks, I'm gonna be sitting up there, and I need you to come up there and tell me how you feel. Mm-hmm. That's your opportunity to say. This is wrong. This is right. Why aren't we doing this? Why are we doing this? But but you know, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because I've I've been in in your position where I've wanting wanted to want people to be more engaged, wanting me people to care about more of what was going on. I wanted people to care about what I was doing. Right. So let's be honest. I wanted people to care about what I was doing, to know what I was doing, and know how important it was. Yep. And I, I let and I'm gonna tell you not to do this. I let a term go by where. I might even really say that. I I let I saw how people could be engaged with the first bill I I ever uh, presented, which yeah. was which was the King bill, Rob Robbie Lee Marley. And then I expected everything else to be like that. I because it's first I walked down the hall. I that's that's my I set my expectations where when I walked out the room I, I couldn't walk anywhere because everybody wanted to talk about it, and I just expected people to be engaged. What I what I what I did through that first term, I, I realized that I had to start the conversations. I couldn't expect people to be engaged and not lay the table out for 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 people to come and see what they need to be engaged. No, for. That, that, that's a great point. So great my point. second term, I spent a lot of it saying not not stuff, uh, not stuff that I thought was going to pass. It was stuff that we hadn't been talked about, talking about that needed to be discussed. Right. Start setting those conversations, having those uncomfortable conversations, and it's in saying, this is going to come back up. Right. So if you don't want to talk about it now, you sure ain't going to want to talk about it two years from now when everybody else started talking about it. Right. So I'm seeing fruition from, 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 some, of, from some of the seeds that, that was planted. What, what I'm, I'm encouraging to do is don't, don't waste those opportunities. Don't waste those 26 meetings. Is it 26? No, it would be, is it, what is it? Yeah, 26 meetings. 26, that's half of 52. Yes, don't waste those 26 meetings. Have something every meeting, bro, that, that needs to be talked about in, in, in this city. Put it on the agenda. Let's discuss it. Let's put it on the agenda meeting. Let's, let's, let's find a resolution. Let's, let's engage people by putting those topics on the meeting to be discussed. No, nah, and, and that's what happened this time. So I, I, I took my cap to you if I had one. Cause I agree with that, and that's what happened this time. This item was on the agenda, and like you said, you someone set the table, yeah, for the engagement to occur, mm-hmm. and then it, it happened, and then it started to be snowball effect, kind of get a little organic, and then you start seeing some social media, and people start showing up and being involved in the process, um, and that's what happened Tuesday night. I don't know how many people it was twenty or so people got up and expressed. A lot about the support of the chief, a lot about how the board operates in general. Yeah. A lot about other issues. You were talking about the resolution for the targeted communities, how that didn't pass, and how there was disappointment on the actions that have been taken by the board in the past. And, and that, that needs to happen. But what you're saying is that just doesn't happen automatically. Somebody got to 
got to put that pressure out there. And I, I hear you challenging me on the, in the public domain. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 what that's what we that's that's what we here for. Right? Yeah. And I guess I am your I am your city director, so I, I'll listen to you. I usually don't listen to you. I know you don't. But since I represent you now. Yeah. So I gotta listen to you. And you represent me because you listen to me. <laughs> 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 Keep it one hundred. <laughs> I don't know if everybody caught that. I caught it. I caught it. Uh, I don't know if everybody caught that. But so that the engagement happened, and um, I was I was happy to see people be unafraid to express themselves. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I was I was happy to see, for the most part, it looks like the boy was listening and, and it seemed it seemed uncomfortable to some it should it, and but th- that's part of the job yes and i i look forward to the to the chance where i sit up there and someone say antoine that was wrong i'm like okay you, let, let me, you, give it to me if you I, talk I need about it. if you talk about what what makes you comfortable and you've been talking about it um for 8 10 12 20 24 years yeah then you're going to have the same conversations over and over and over and over and over again because you only talk about what makes you comfortable, which means you're going to continue to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it should make you uncomfortable because because now you're, you're getting somewhere where you ain't really had the discussion or had to make the decisions or want to have the discussion. So, yeah. And and, and then to continue the conversation about the Tuesday night, so all these people spoke, a lot of racial overtones saying, hey, this has only happened to Chief Keith Humphrey because he's black. Um, saying that the, you know, race played a lot in, into all this is yeah. what a lot of what the people are saying. As a result of that, a result of these conversations, they didn't vote that night. No, which but, but I personally table. was thinking, go ahead and vote. Go ahead. People need to see you and what you're voting on. Don't don't try to vote on something when you think ain't nobody gonna be there. Exactly. Uh, and I don't want to operate like that when once I'm on the city board. I want you to know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm not trying to do anything in secret. And I'm and I'm and that that did happen in that meeting too. Not only one, but they didn't want the, to even be talked about while the people were there. So I'm I'm Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So Director Hines, yeah. yeah, that's a great point. I forgot about it. so all these people signed up to speak at this meeting. And if you don't know this, here's a little city board FYI protocol. You have to be at the meeting before six PM. You have to fill out a card, a comment card saying your name and what you're here the to item talk you about. Want to talk about, yeah. And you have to turn that card in before 6 p.m. If you turn it in at 6.01, you don't get to talk at that meeting. So all these people got there on time, filled out their cards, and they wanted to talk. And then there was a motion by Director Lance Hines to recess the meeting, which would meant that everyone who signed up to speak that night couldn't speak. would not be allowed to speak. Show up again the Tuesday before. Right. So there was a lot of parliamentary the Tuesday procedure. after Christmas? Is it Tuesday after Christmas? It's a Tuesday, Tuesday after, Christmas. after Christmas. Right. Had to show up on Tuesday after Christmas to come and, and have this conversation again. Right. So there was a lot of parliamentary procedure that went back and forth. Ultimately, those folks were allowed to speak. I, I'm of, glad that happened. Yep. The, you should, we should never use the rules. And, I, and I'm a Robert Rules guy. I, I know rules and order. And we should never rule, use the rules to limit public, com, public conversation, public Debate, public discourse. We should never use the rules to silence and censor people, and that's and that's what essentially is going to happen if you don't have somebody say, "I'm I, this is people are here to speak. We got business to do." Exactly. So, yeah. So that they went forward and spoke, and then afterwards there was a motion to table the resolution. So the board actually never voted on this no confidence issue with judge, judge with Chief Keith Humphrey, 
And as a result, it's going to be on the agenda on December 29th. And as we just talked about, here's another opportunity for you to show your show engagement. Show back up again, yeah. Because sometimes people have strategies say, okay, everybody showed up today. Let's see if they're going to show up again because they don't trust the energy. And I want us to keep that energy. And uh, I want people who sh showed up that time to be engaged, and, not and only it, on the 29th, but it, every meeting in 2021. And it doesn't, and for real, to showing up doesn't have to say I'm there to support Keith No, Humphrey. yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. I it, just it say can, show up. It, I say It can be there to say I want to keep y'all accountable. Right. That's what you should show up for right. anyway. Right. I want to keep y'all accountable because y'all supposed to be, y'all supposed to be up there representing me. Period. Right. And not only, not only the issues that's on the agenda, so not to say, hey, I'm, I'm for Chief Humphrey or I'm against Chief Humphrey. But there may be some issue that we, and I'm saying we now, as a board, is unaware of yeah. or we've ignored yeah. that you need to bring to the forefront. And you need you, you might need to come to me and say, hey, I live on 36th Street uh -huh. and X, Y, and Z happening. Yep. Or I live on Chester, mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z happening. I live off Rodney uh, Parham, yeah. X, Y, Z happening. And those are the opportunity for you to do that. Absolutely. So I, I look forward to seeing people uh, at the city board meeting going, going forward. Um, switching gears from there, Blake, I want to talk about your former colleague real quick. Before we get to Asa Hutchinson, I want to talk about your former colleague, Jason Raper. <laughs> Are they colleagues? I mean, when you're in the Senate. Yeah, we're colleagues. I mean, I know they're colleagues, but do y'all get to interact with the Senate the way you do with your House members? Not the way, not, not, but you, but you interact with, with the Senate because, I mean, you, it, there's two chambers because it has to, it's, it's a reason why they, you know, you still have to have the relationship because, you got to pass your stuff through your chamber and pass it through somebody else. So you have to continue to build the rapport, not yeah. the raper, but the rapport. Not the, not the raper, but not the rapport. The rapport, <laughs> the opposite. So for for the for those who don't know, just real quick, and I just want to get your get your hot take on this. Jason Raper is a senator, state senator from Conway. Correct? Yeah, uh, I understand he's running for lieutenant governor in twenty twenty two. He's that's announced. What he's, that's what he is. What he's announced. Um, he's in the middle of a lawsuit. That's kind of interesting. His yeah. lawsuit is, and on his uh, Facebook page, he has blocked some atheists. Yeah. Now Jason Rapert is known as you know being a uh, fundamentalist Christian is <laughs> what he that's what he tried to be known as. <laughs> you nice, bro. Uh, for what for better or worse, that's what he try to that's what he want to be known as, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's what he wants to. I'm not saying that's what he is. Yeah. That's what he want to be known as. True. Um, and so he blocked some atheists. So they sued him. Uh huh. Saying that he can't do that because he's a public official. Okay. So now this lawsuit is in federal court, <laughs> and Jason Raper filed a motion to dismiss the lawsuit, saying this lawsuit is invalid. Uh-huh. And the judge says, no, nah, this is not invalid. Uh, this is legit. <laughs> this, this is a legit lawsuit. Don't be trying to block this lawsuit. Right. <laughs> like, like you blocked them. Like you blocking these people. <laughs> so here, here's where it comes down to, though, because I want to get your take on this. There was another case from a federal court, I think in Virginia, might have been 2019, that said a public official cannot block citizens from posting on their social media page because it's a form of free freedom of speech. speech. Yeah. If that social media page it's is used mm -hmm. as your political mm -hmm. outlet. Mm -hmm. So tell, let's talk, talk, let's talk about that generally. So you as a public official, and I'm asking this because I'm a public official now. I need to know what I can and can't do. So as a public official, I'm not allowed to block someone from talking crazy on my page. If you use your personal page as your public official page. 
and, and you do. If you post anything about your what you're doing for the city on your personal page, it's that's considered using as your in your capacity of as a elected official. So like, and y'all listen to this and, and this this live this in real time. So I'm figuring this out right now as we as we speak. I have two pages. Yeah, you have a you have a candidate page, right? Right. And you have no, I got an Antoine Little Rock City director page. Okay, and you and got a personal got, page. Yeah, I got my page that I as had since two thousand four because I'm a I'm a Facebook use, OG. As soon as you use that page to communicate with your constituents, it's 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 your public official page too now. So that means that people can just start talking crazy on my page. People can do that anyway. Yeah, and I usually just let it happen. But people know, you know, I'm from South Carolina. I'm, I'm so not elected. I'm not elected no more. So I, 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 def- <laughs> I, I have started blocking people because I'm not elected no more. Oh, uh, okay. That's what you. Because as soon as you got out the house, you start blocking people. Block. Block. <laughs> Easy, you are but. not going to be talking crazy to me. <laughs> I, do not have, I don't got to listen to you no more. No, I don't. <laughs> so that, that's, that's interesting because you see, because sometimes people talk crazy to people on there. Oh yeah. And yeah. say things out Jason Ray would talk crazy to me what all the say, time. What'd he say to you? He'd be saying crazy stuff. Like what? I'd be checking him. <laughs> <laughs> I you do. don't got no examples. <laughs> I, I do get examples. Come on, bro. Go ahead. Who I you know talking you got, to? I know I'm you got the receipt. Pull up. I got him here. Okay, go ahead. Give me one. I called him I called him uh, a Twitter thug in, in the chamber one day. <laughs> I on record. I do remember that. I called him a Twitter thug on, on record. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what what Drake say? Uh, Twitter fingers. So, yeah, trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for for instance, speaking of Jason Raper, he's already he's already building up. We're gonna go to governor. So so just yep. a segue. Yep. The uh, the governor and his nephew uh, Senator Hendren. Have and Senator Elliott have a late a hate crime registration legislation, bill. not a hate. Do you want? I said reg- hate crime legislation. No, you did. You said registration. You don't want to register to do late a hate crime, crime. registration. This Kanye. <laughs> this late crime, late crime registration. Bruh, hey, we not. You know we don't do no edits on the pod. So people listening to this, they gonna know you said hate crime registration. Like you go sign up to commit hate crimes. No, you gonna sign up. You gonna sign up to figure out the people who hate on that. Hate <laughs> okay, okay. Hate crime legislation. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's already rallying up his base against it. And one of his main points of hypocrisy is that you shouldn't give s- special classes special rights. Everybody should be equal. But you have I, – I have receipts where he's voted multiple times to give law enforcement special consideration as a special class. So you can't have it both ways. You can't say no group is, is more important, but law enforcement is more important than everybody else. Right. I mean, if, if you see that there is a need to, to support certain individuals in certain instances, then, then you see that. You can't turn it off right. w- w- when it comes to black folk. You can't turn it off when it comes to brown folk. You can't turn it off when it comes to gay folk. Like, you, you cannot do that. So, so that's, that's he's, I mean, I got receipts. I've thrown them out there. Everybody needs to use that against them because at, at some point, your hypocrisy will be exposed, and, and then, you, and then it's, it's based on your intelligence. Because if, if you can't tell the difference, you, you're not ignorant. He's not ignorant. He knows. No, not at all. He's not ignorant. He knows. But when he because he can't explain his hypocrisy and he still wants to justify it, that's, that's, that has to be considered a, a default in his intelligence. Plain and simple. A, I don't even know what that means. A default in your intelligence? Well, you, you have a void. You, there is something. Oh, you, you, you missing. You missing. Oh, okay. You, okay. you you can't put it together, but you still gonna believe it. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I feel you on that. All right, but you did you did do a little. What kind of pass did you just give me? Because you said I gave you a bad pass earlier. Was this a good pass for the governor's H? Yeah. Asa Hutchinson yeah. Yeah. Hey, Police Task Force. What is it called? Recommendation from the task force to advance the state of law enforcement. And first of all, if you're going to have a task force, task force names got to be short. Just as a general rule, you can't have no long task force no. name. <laughs> this, task force, this task force name. Nobody going to know it. Recommendations from the task force to advance the state of law enforcement in Arkansas. That's too long. Yeah. That's too long. Dave, what's the, what's the initials? Ain't tough, tough, tough. <laughs> anyway, let's, let's, we're switching gears from Jason Riper to the Governor's Task Force and give some. Let me get some background, uh, and then we're gonna talk about some of the things that's in here, uh, Blake. The background is obviously George Floyd happened earlier this year. A lot of uprest throughout the country, even here in our city, there we had some protests. Uh, the governor recognized that, put together a task force mm-hmm. of individuals across the state uh, with varying viewpoints. <clears throat> uh, to discuss what things to do to improve the relationship between the people and the police, mm-hmm. the relationship between citizens and cops, and to you know create more accountability and more support for police officers. So he was trying to do both. He's trying to say, hey, we want y'all to be more accountable, but we're going to provide some resources as needed. Um, so... I just want to highlight, Blake, a little bit of a few of the things that's on here that, uh, that, that may be important for our state going forward. One of the recommendations, and y'all, we'll put this link up on our social media so y'all can see it. Uh, one of the recommendations is that there needs to be a database throughout the state. So if you're fired or uh, dismissed or even resigned because of excessive use of force or you dishonest or de- deceitful in your job, there's a database, so say you work in Little Rock, you quit because you use excessive force, you go try to get a job in Blyville, they check that database, they say, oh, Joe Blow mm-hmm. had this history, we may not want to bring him on. That seems like a legitimate thing to do. Yes. That should have been done. So big ups on the task force uh, from that recommendation. Man- mandatory reporting. Right. They also want to increase uh, the training for uh, the police officer. Right now, I think you got to have two hours each year of implicit bias training. They want to increase that to four hours each year. So that's doubling. Okay. You may think four hours in a year, that's not a lot. It's not. But there still is some progress where mm. you every year you get four hours of training as it relates to uh, uh, implicit bias. The other thing I want to uh, state and before I let you jump in on here is they want to start a bilingual know what to do when you pulled over campaign, saying that people as a you know black folks, brown folks, we get pulled over by the police officers, we don't know what to do, hmm. and that's cool, but we're not the professionals. Yeah, you should have it. Yeah, we should always, and I've said this over and over again. Like the, the, that seems like the responsibility on the wrong party. Law enforcement officers are paid to protect the people that pay them. There, there should be an understood. There should be an understanding when you pull someone over that that the respect lies with the person that's 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 the officer, the person that's that's uh, initiating the, the situation. Yep. Not because because they're uh, well, initiating like the situation. Some, somebody might say you initiate the situation if you do something to get you pulled over. That's what some folks might say. 
If you, you know, you're going 90 in the 60 because you ain't seen her in a minute, then, you know. <laughs> is it, is it, no, 80 in the 60. I'm on the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, F a ticket. I'm doing 80 in the 60. They may say that you put, you brought that on yourself. But nah, keep she going. Can, she can wait. <laughs> she, she gonna wait. She gonna get, she it, gonna hey, wait. It's gonna happen when I get there. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> <laughs> for the culture. <laughs> for the culture. <laughs> you stupid. But keep going. You were talking about the person initiating. Initiating the situation. Yeah. There, there should be there should be also uh know how to pull someone over, know what to expect, know how know how to uh the what de escalate the situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There should be this de escalate every traffic stop situ- situation training, period. Right, right. So that there's a lot of recommendations in there. I mean, it's 187 pages. I ain't gonna front. Yeah, I ain't read them all. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. You're a lawyer, lawyer though. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, we're gonna put it out there. So if you want to learn more about that process, a lot of friends of the pod uh, are involved in that uh, process. So big up to them for doing yeah, the work. Definitely taking the time out. Uh, shout out to our guy Jimmy Warren. Yep. That was part of the process. Uh, I know Scott Hamilton over at the Urban League. Uh, Tim Campbell. Yep, Tiger Pride. Uh, oh, shout out. I, I see you got on your uh, black, black, black and gold culture hoodie for today. Sure. Um, so I want to shout out to them for doing the work, and we'll put that on our social media so y'all can learn more about the process. But the governor put the f- together a task force to come up with recommendations. They fulfilled that obligation. For sure. Uh, and now we'll see what happened going into the legislative session. Definitely. To see if uh, those things come to fruition. So, bro, that's that's it for 2020, bro. You got any, you got any hot takes you want to leave the people with? For 2020? Well, I just said we're not gonna make a big deal out of this, man. We just I was testing you. I was testing you. Don't be testing I'm me. I'm testing you, bro. I've been tested. Send me. <laughs> Send me. Where can they find us at, Blake? Find us on Instagram at Rock the Culture, on Facebook at Rock the Culture, and on Twitter at Rock the Culture. And you can find me on all social media, and I'm on Clubhouse. I'm about to start a new Clubhouse room. It's gonna be about. I got. What do you think my clubhouse room topic would be? If you had to guess, I created a clubhouse room, what would it be? Jay-Z lyrics on how to live your life. So that's a good one. I was going to go there. I was going to think about also verses and scriptures. Verses and scriptures. I want people that's, to see. I want but they're going to be all Jay-Z verses, though. So it's, but I want right. to invite conversation. <laughs> so I right, I want to invite conversation to people to see <laughs> if they, are there any Bible verses that you hear in rap lines. Verses. You, you should just call it verses. But see, now nah, we got a real versus that's going to get people confused because they're going to think it's E-40 and too short. Yes, he is. Like Jesus. Mm. Okay. Well, anyway, that means you can find me on Clubhouse at A-E-N-T-W-A-E-N-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S. Jesus versus. You can find him at Jesus versus. You can find your favorite, always repping, two takes, three turns. Chiefs in the building. Find me on Instagram at RepBlake36. Well, we'll see y'all in two weeks.